Hello everybody, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News on this final day of March, March 31st, 2023, and it is a Friday, baby. I got all the Bachelor news for you, and there's a lot going on. Mike Fleiss, creator of The Bachelor, didn't step down willingly, but maybe was forced out due to discrimination. We'll have that story, plus Katie Bigger has her first Instagram post. And what Gabby has to say, plus our featured story, is Gabby calling Zach out. So much to talk about this and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour! Five, six, seven. Oh my gosh, guys. We've got it all today. A healthy dose of content for you. And to get it all started, let's talk about a healthy dose of microdosing. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour sponsor is Microdose Gummies, incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel the right amount of good. This is the last day of our microdose sponsorship. So if you haven't already and want to get 30% off your first order and free shipping, learn more about microdosing THC and go to microdose.com. Use code RUSHHOUR. Links can be found in the show description. Again, that's microdose.com. Code Rush Hour. Go check out some of that. I'll be microdosing some of my favorite gummies tonight as I drown in some Netflix shows. There's a lot going on out there. A lot happening. And the show ended Monday night, but we are continuing the chaos, the after show. And the thing that happens after every season of The Bachelor is we get a little bit of the old he said, she said. And we're going to get some of that. Basically, we've got... Gabby flat out saying Zach is changing his side of the story to protect his relationship. And meanwhile, we're supposed to believe that Katie and Gabby are still friends. Now, I can believe that is possible, but it's going to be weird when Katie invites all the girls over to her and her fiance's house for dinner. Does Gabby get the invite or not? We'll be catching up on this story, reading their statements. But first, we've got a real big announcement to get to in the bachelor world let's play it this is from a month ago but there's an update to the story here's becca announcing her bachelor live residency very very (laughs) exciting news and like an announcement that's coming because bachelor Mm -hmm. live is back it is back and i can finally share details i I know i kind of please i know i kind of hinted last week a little bit um but we officially announced it this past week when we were all in arizona um yeah it's coming back it's gonna look a little bit different this year so instead of like doing a cross-country tour it's gonna be a residency she called it a cross-country tour either way the residency bachelor live has canceled all six arizona shows in april All right, that's right, folks. Bachelor finds a way to mess something up yet again. Now, I don't blame Becca here, but I think what it just goes to show is they ran a shitty product. They had this sort of like quasi-talent show. Now, look, I haven't been there. I didn't go, but it reeked of high school theater. Um, I didn't see any smoke machines. You know me. If there's no smoke machine, is it even really Broadway? So they had to cancel their interactive show. Bachelor Live, a 21 and up event that features alumni from the reality show and its spinoff as hosts and eligible bachelors was supposed to take place at Talking Stick Resort and Casino near Scottsdale on April 7th and 8th, 14th and 15th and 21st and 22nd. A publicist for the resort told the Arizona Republic on March 27th that every date for the Bachelor Live event was canceled. All right, so there it is. No reason was given, but on March 29th, the event's Ticketmaster listings showed that between 7 and 12% of tickets had been sold for each show. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh boy, that is not good. <laughs> not good at all. I'm not here to bash anyone in particular. It just goes to show the Bachelor. Here's what the Bachelor franchise coasts off of the uh, the commodity of tea. And by that, I mean, what the show has profited off of is our human nature and our curiosity to hear from the people that were on the show what they think. And yet the Bachelor producers continue to sue people for sharing too much tea. So they can't have it either way. And this show is canceled. Uh, essentially, it was like a you get audience members to like sort of fake date a former uh, cast members. I don't know, folks. I wasn't there, and now I won't have the chance to go. So let's pour one out for that story there. And anyway, uh, speaking of Becca Kufrin, here she is in a quick clip interviewing Katie and Zach. We, like, I'm still part of the show with you, but we're expected to give the lead or make the lead a little gift. Did you that night have oh, anything for Zach? I did, and I've never even talked to you about this. No, we've never talked about never. this. Never. Um, so... I actually think it was hometowns is when it was kind of like we started talking about it um, because we were obviously going to Thailand. But so we made I made a door knocker. So it's like for our first home and it says Aww. home sweet home. Welcome to Zach and Katie's house. I had no idea that. Yeah. You have that? Stop. Do you still have it? Wait, you have yeah, it? Oh. house in Canada, but oh my! It's actually funny. My mom. Be funny if Katie got a door knocker for Gabby as well. We may scrap this whole thing, to be honest. I don't know. All right, so there's their story. So we have two different things happening. We have the lovey-dovey, happy relationship with Katie and Zach, which I am in full support of, and we have the collateral damage of said relationship, which of course is Gabby. And how Gabby feels having to deal with all of this. We're going to get to what Gabby and Katie had to say. Katie just released her first Instagram statement. So I'll share that for you guys in a second. And we've got our big Mike Fleiss story to share with you because that's an interesting one. But first, also, we are sponsored today by Green Chef. They are sponsoring our podcast all week long. The number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Bring more flavor to your table this spring with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes. You know what I had yesterday? I just got my box in. Yesterday, I did the blackened chicken cutlets and grits, which has Creole Dijonet, cabbage, and tomato slaw. Let me tell you something. I could have I could have ate a gallon of that um, uh, that uh, ca uh, cauliflower grits. I don't know how this is healthy, but I it says it is, and it's keto-friendly, and that's what I want for my diet. So you can do keto diet, vegan, vegetarian, whatever you want. And hey, guess what? We've got a 60% offer for you guys. Can you believe that? Go to greenchef.com slash rushhour60 and use code rushhour60 to get 60% off plus free shipping, the number one meal kit for eating well. And I did have a few people say like, oh, but is it environmental, the packaging and all that? I got to tell you, it came in a cooler. The cooler is recyclable, and so is the box it comes in. So it's actually a pretty cool deal. They only give you enough product for what you need. I can't tell you how many times I've bought a dozen or so tomatoes, and only half of them survive. I got three wilted bananas over there. That's not a metaphor, folks. Uh, you guys know how it is. So uh, very interesting to explore the menu of Green Chef. Go check them out, 60% off. And there'll be a link in the description of this podcast to go uh, and check that product out. Okay. So this is a big story and it's getting more interesting by the day. As we know, a couple days ago, creator Mike Fleiss departed the franchise, but uh, Elizabeth Wagmeister here has an exclusive 
interview, um, an exclusive investigation into racial discrimination. So I'm going to read just part of the clip here. We know that, uh, so um, Fleiss, you know, probably in, in order to get ahead of this news, had released a statement Tuesday morning. First and foremost, congrats in, are in order to Zach and Katie, wishing them a blah, blah, blah. He said then he wants to thank WBTV and ABC for 21 extraordinary years. They found the perfect creative team for me to entrust the Bachelor franchise and keep this lightning in a bottle. Let the journey continue. But what he didn't say is that he was being forced out due to an HR investigation and we don't have any sources on the record here, but uh, I think we can trust Elizabeth Wagmeister's reporting for Variety. Um, she does a pretty good job over there. She actually was the best person who interviewed Colton Underwood back in the day. I give her credit for that nonstop for actually giving a really good, uh, you know, like pushback to to uh, his uh, narrative. But either way here, um, Fleiss is accused of bullying and lashing out and other things. Uh, people said he would retaliate against people for having minority and black people on the show. He favored certain people over others, says an individual familiar with the investigation. He would say minorities don't get ratings. So very heavy stuff here. But here's what his response was. He did give a response. I, and again, this is the creator of The Bachelor, worth $100 plus million. He's going to be just fine. Uh, but uh, this is, uh, you know, obviously a little bit of a different narrative than the one he was giving off. Which, you don't blame him. No one's going to no one's gonna uh, volunteer this information. He had a publicist, and this is what they came up with. I had no idea back in 2002 that we were building a pop culture juggernaut. It was a crazy idea then, and sure as hell continues to roll. Just look at every network and streamer that has ripped us off. Since its premiere 21 years ago, times have certainly changed, and I'd have to say we didn't keep up with the pace of those changes. I am proud of the work we've done over the past five years to make the show substantially more diverse, but I do believe I could have done more. Hopefully, the franchise will continue to move in the right direction, judging by the number of staff weddings we've hosted at our home and the number of teary messages that blew up my phone when I announced I had turned in my final rose. I'm pretty sure I had more good days than bad, lifted more spirits than hurt feelings, and leave the franchise in good hands with more friends than foe. That was his response, and that's probably where... We'll We'll leave it. If there's any other egregious information or disgruntled former employees, I'm sure we're going to hear from them. But without having that, it's um. look, and first of all, I'm a not surprised that a showrunner uh, like like uh, that has created a successful show this long doesn't have employees that are disgruntled. Um, not surprised one bit. Uh, it doesn't mean that his actions were right. It just means like this, th th we're just getting a quick glimpse into the behind the scenes dealings of what happens on these shows. And when they talk about ratings and things like that, they do bring in the age of the contestants, how the contestants look, their ethnic backgrounds. And none of that is, um, you know, th they are they're delicate conversations and we don't have any of the hard uh, evidence of what was actually said, but they're delicate conversations. And in today's world, you got to handle it more delicately than it seems as though Mike Fleiss did. And also to say that minorities don't get ratings. What was his proof of that is the question. Was he assuming that they don't because, uh, because the majority of people are white evangelicals from the South, because that's, you know, like, will people, uh, did people boycott? Did uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know, folks. But clearly, they did a bad job of telling the stories of minority contestants. They would kind of have like token contestants that would never be like someone. You know, like I think Rachel Lindsay had, had uh, complained that they they didn't cast uh, black men who wanted to date black women. It was always like white presenting. You know. So either way, we'll have to we'll have to see if there's more to that story. All right. So before we get to our featured clip, which is going to be Gabby. 
calling out Zach in Zach's response. Here's Katie, who just posted this, I think, this morning. And this is her first Instagram post. She said, holy cannoli, not in a million years would I ever think this was how I was going to find my person. And my response is like, well, let's give it a few weeks. Yeah, maybe it'll work out, but statistically it doesn't. And I'm not cynical because of this relationship. Just looking at the stats, folks. I am so blessed I get to call you my fiance and best friend. You are such an incredible man who is so compassionate, intelligent, and selfless. And that's barely scratching the surface of the kind of man you are. You have redefined what love is to me, as corny as that sounds. And I feel so fortunate I have you as a partner through this crazy life. Thank you for being everything that you are and handling my heart with such care. I love you so very much and then Zach's response was babe I love you more than you ever know it's like shut up already get a room no we like it and Gabby's response she already gave her first uh, sort of statement thanking her fans but here's what she had to say just an hour ago uh and this is from Gabby after we know we're going to share the clip of her kind of blaming Zach for sort of re reimagining what actually went down. Uh, Gabby says on to the next era of my healing journey. This wild once in a lifetime opportunity has taught me so much. I've learned about parts of me that are not healed, made friends who have changed my life for the better, learned to hug my family and friends a little tighter, appreciated the precious nature of time and realized that every heartbreak pushes you to change for the better. I hope my journey and experience have shown others to always be their most authentic selves. That is okay to not be okay to get help when needed to trust their gut and that it's okay to feel pain and insecurity just don't let those feelings define you i cannot thank everyone enough for the support and love i've received during a time when i really needed it up next the skincare routine that i've been promising ciao and my response was skincare routine be in your 20s uh, from any everyone who's older than 29 we know that your skincare routine is youth uh, come talk to me when you're uh, JLo's age I want to know her skincare routine you know what I mean all right uh Katie Bigger responds to uh, Gabby's Instagram and says, such a beautiful woman inside and out. I love you so much, my bubble bath bestie. And then that led to a slew of people being like, girl, bye. The way you whispered to her, I know you slept with him. You have a fake side to you. Wish Gabby would see it. Now look, Gabby and Katie have maintained that they've got each other's best interest and that they've got this friendship and this bond. And I believe it. I absolutely believe it. I still think it'll be tough when it comes down to Thanksgiving when... Katie wants to invite all of her girlfriends. Like she's going to have to invite Gabby, but it's like, is Gabby going to come? And I think uh, she already did. I think the, th the issue that we're going to have here is Gabby and Zach should probably do a, if, if Gabby wants her friendship to Kate with Katie to flourish, I think Gabby and Zach have to really come to terms with what happened in their relationship and really get over it. It would be the most awkward um, three uh, threesome at, at, at dinner if, if they don't get to that point. All right. So that's all I have to say. And with all that said, it doesn't look like the narrative is getting any healthier. When uh, the alumni go on these podcasts, they share their story. And by doing that, things get taken out of context, things get heightened, and there's always some uh, you know drama that's stirred up once it's all played back. So Gabby is listening to some of the things Zach is saying, and she's going, you know what? Not so fast. And essentially the real beef that exists here is that Zach sort of implies that Gabby was the one who wanted to keep it a secret and not him. Either way, you guys be the judge. Let's listen to both their sides of the story. So here's what Zach's answer is as far as the decision to keep it a secret with Gabby going back on that decision and what Gabby has to say afterwards. Happened between the two of you, between the two of you. Is that how you felt that it went down and... What happened there? 
Yeah. So, you know, that whole week of me setting that precedent, when things did not go the way I thought they were going to go, I felt immense guilt, but I also didn't want to hurt Gabby or, or freak her out and just let her know like, Hey, like I feel really bad about this because of like, from what I personally, you know, did of me going against what I thought I was going to, you know, do. And, you know, in that moment, like I, 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 you know, I told her, I was like, okay, yes, this, this can be a secret. And okay. So here's the problem. And it happens at the 21 38 mark. He says, okay, yes. And I put it in the, uh, in the thing here. Okay. Yes. This can be a secret. Now words have power. They've got meaning how you say them, how things are said. Um, let me, let, let's listen to this again. Does this sound like Zach is taking ownership over what he, uh, agreed to, uh, w- with that being that they're not going to talk about the sex? Or does it sound like he's saying, yeah, fine, sure, we can keep this a secret? You know, did a, me going against what I thought I was going to, you know, do. And, you know, in that moment, like, I, 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 you know, I told her, I was like, okay, yes, this this can be a secret. And the guilt ate at me and thinking that, you know, there's an engagement right around the corner and I'm, I'm holding in a secret. Like, I don't know. Holding in secrets is like holding in farts. You can only do it for so long before something sneaks out. Uh, I just made that up. I don't know if that's uh, completely accurate. I don't need any fart experts. Well, technically it's absorbed by the colon. Shut up, uh, you know, uh, Tricia. Okay, so anyway, that's what Zach has to say. He said it was immense guilt, and that's why he told her after. But he said, yes, okay, we can keep it a secret. Not exact ownership. And again, I'm not here to cross the I's and dot the T's and all that jazz, right? I'm just... Just kind of like the middle child going, well, I think we're not exactly saying exactly what happened because if that's exactly what happened, then we wouldn't have Gabby's response, which I'm going to start playing right now. We have Gabby on Clickbait Podcast, and I've got several different uh, time codes we're going to play, but let's go straight to the 25 55 mark. And this is where um, this is where we talk about the doubling down of the story. Well, he had doubled down on it being a secret that morning before the camera crews came in. He, I said it on after the final rose. I remember I was brushing my teeth. He came up behind me. He kissed me on the back of the head. And he said, this is just between us. And I said, yes, this is just between us. It was probably the second, third time we had said, this is just between us. There it is, folks. So yeah, a little bit of a different story here. That's our relationship. Okay. And so when he came into my hotel room, you know, what, what he said to me was, I don't want to start a relationship off with secrets. And I, and I thought maybe at the time, maybe he's giving me like space to be able to speak to, you know, my support team about this. Maybe like he wants me to not feel like I have to keep a secret. So initially that makes sense. She says, okay, he doesn't want to keep secrets anymore. So that's, that, that means I can talk to my producers and friends and the people that I have at my disposal to help like coach me through this versus them deciding in the fantasy suite, no one will ever know. And it left some room for interpretation because it was sex of any kind is off the table. You know, people can interpret that however they want to. Um, what I what I was not aware of is the conversation that was being had with Jesse and, you know, his interviews where he was using my name. He was speaking what I think is in detail about what had happened. Um, and, 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 and to a point. She she's right. Uh, Zach didn't have to tell Jesse. The only person Zach had to tell would have been Katie. 
assuming we know he picks Katie, he's going to want to tell her maybe beforehand, hey, by the way, this is going to be on the TV show, whatever. But the fact that uh, he kind of tells Jesse, and it, it really cements this storyline, and Katie and uh, Gabby, of course, didn't find this out until watching it on TV last week. Um, that caught me very off guard watching it back um, because I knew... By the way, where is she recording from? I hear seagulls in the background. The tough life out here. You know, Katie knew because of what she what we talked about after the roses were given out, but mm. watching it back, I didn't realize how much had been revealed, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like Yeah. I get that. So look, I'll let you guys decide here. Our good pal, actually, I don't know her at all, but I think her mom watches our channel. Elizabeth Kitkowski made this article. She writes for Variety and also Reality TV World. Bachelor runner-up Gabby uh, uh, Colon, or is that a semicolon? So, colon. Z- Semicolon? Semicolon? I'm going to get 50 different teachers. Why don't you know this? Zach Shalcross changed his story to protect Katie Bigger relationship. So obviously, first of all, the titles aren't always written by the author, so this might be an editor's decision. But did Gabby essentially say, and again, this is where we need X-Files music, uh, did she essentially say that Zach changes his story to protect Katie? That's the question. Let's, Let's keep this story going. That is the scariest thing. Oh, that's I'm not- on the wrong one. Let's keep this story going. Let's hear what Gabby has to say. He, he, you know, that's where he, in my opinion, is the is wrong. Like you can't tell somebody it's just between us and and then go say it. But I do want to ask you if um, if he didn't say anything and he ended up getting engaged to Katie and she asked you, would you be honest with her or would you say? <laughs> Yes. I mean, me and Katie are very close friends and it's not about, it's not about, I guess, like her knowing it, yeah. if he, I'm okay with her knowing and the people that should have known being made aware of it. But I think that there could have been some discretion used to when mm-hmm. speaking about it, which is where I think, um, that that hurts me and the one person who knew about the parameters was Ariel and and she wasn't informed which was disappointing to me after coming off the show when you know I spoke to her and she had no idea like she was standing in that rose ceremony just as confused as I was and he's he's just speaking to Katie now look I can understand why he didn't tell Ariel on her way out hey we're breaking up by the way I, I hooked up with someone else I can understand that but I'm surprised he didn't try to like DM her once the season was over and just like get everyone so that they're just so that people aren't surprised I feel like that's where a lot of the pain comes from is people watching the edit for the first time and being surprised not just your journey there there is somebody else that is potentially gonna end up with you so it's it's theirs and everybody else's as well um yeah, and okay. I and I also I understand the level of pressure he was feeling. Yeah. And so I don't want this to be like me, you know, just shitting on Zach. Like that's not what I'm trying to do here. Um I just think that it's tough with him knowing like there is a life that I'm impacting by this decision and it's beyond a TV show because I am still being impacted by this. Um, yeah, and that's that's what the issue comes down to. It's not that it's not whether or not they should have kept a secret. Like Zach, 
absolutely had the right because it's murky, right? Because it's a polyamorous relationship, really. Where Gabby's want Gabby and Zach agree to a secret, but then Katie has the right to know if their relationship's going to go forward. So Zach's really in the hot seat, right? He's in the hot seat because he's sitting next to like who's he going to defend his relationship with Katie or Gabby? So there's always going to be some collateral damage here. But again, he probably could have been more eloquent in the way he described his secret with. Uh, Gabby, but the way he's saying it makes it sound like she was worried about not about this information getting out. And he's like, no, 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 we can make it, we can make it a, uh, we can keep a secret because that's what he says. Okay. Yes, this can be a secret. Now he might come back and change and say, no, 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 no. I fully uh, admit that I was, you know, the one who wanted, wanted it to be a secret, but either way, it takes two to tango. When you agree to a secret, you agree to a secret and you have to hold up your word. Like, no, 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 we agreed to it. I'm the, and, and he has apologized and said, you know, my guilt got the best of me, this and that. He just didn't have to do it with the conversation with Jess. He could have waited. I mean, it would have been a tough conversation, but he could have waited to discuss that with Katie in private. The show sets them up for failure and we're seeing it play out right now. So we'll have to see if this escalates any further. Gabby did say she doesn't want to make it a he said, she said, but uh, it kind of already is. So stories aren't exactly on the same page. What the hell went down in that fantasy suite? The second most interesting fantasy suite of Zach's career, of course, the first being what the hell went down in Rachel Recchia's fantasy suite. Maybe Rachel and Gabby can uh, swap notes and get closer to the truth. I don't know, folks. Let me know what you guys think. Not going to take it too seriously on my end. Happy for Zach and Katie. But look, this is uh, part of the collateral damage that happens when you go on the show. And guys, we've got actually a couple videos in the works for you. I say we, I do. In the works for you for tomorrow. So this won't be on the podcast, but I've got two, I think at least two different videos coming out on Saturday. So if you want extra content, go to YouTube, check that out. Also, don't forget, if you want to put a little bread in the tip jar, you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And I appreciate that support. Also, don't forget microdose.com and Green Chef are our sponsors. So you guys can go support them. Link in the comment section if you want to get a fat discount for your first purchase. I uh, definitely think that would be a good idea. And how about the channel? All right, folks. Well, we hope you made it home to your destination on this Friday afternoon. And uh, don't forget, like it, review, rate, share with friends. Until next time, have a good weekend, everybody. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.